Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. the front porch sports radio hour welcome in i am drake joined by coach jd and clayton the claw harris good afternoon gentlemen what's up what is going on it is monday it is march 13th and uh the ncaa tournament is set and that's pretty much what we've got on tap for today we're gonna Talk about what went on in Nashville yesterday at Bridgestone Arena a little bit. And uh, as the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, took care of business against Texas A&M, the number two team in the SEC, uh, by a score of almost 20 points, 82-63. Did you have them yesterday, Clayton? I did. Okay, I did not. You know, it was a week ago that A&M beat Alabama down at College Station. and um, Payback's a – Yes, you know is. what? And, and Alabama t- tends to bounce back after losses well. Okay. And I'll be honest with you. For the last two or three weeks, I've been concerned with the way they've started games and the way they've just kind of barely found ways to win. Uh, the team that we saw in uh, late December in the month of January, that's what we saw the last three games from Alabama on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. They, they are back to playing the way they were early – earlier mid-season form yeah i had a i had a friend of mine um that's fairly knowledgeable sports about in the sports world and i value his opinion and he uh he said out he 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 kind of concurs with you that alabama is looking better Uh, and, and i mean they're good but they are looking better through the tournament and he just mentioned the tournament better through the tournament um and i my my response to him was, it, it seems like Alabama's playing with a purpose. Do you know what I mean? When somebody says, you know, walk with a purpose, to you know, in, in officiating, um, officials, uh, you're told from, from older officials, and when you're out on the court, you move from spot to spot with a purpose, right? I mean, you have there's a reason why you're moving from the center position and officiating to the lead or what we call the trail, which is at the half-court line. But Alabama is playing with a purpose. And now whether that purpose involves uh, all the blowback that they're getting from playing uh, Brandon Miller in light of the shooting um, that he had some involvement with, I'm not going to say he's – he has blood on his hands, but I'm going to say there was some – there was some involvement there from Brandon Miller, and, and and it's been investigated by the Tuscaloosa DA, um, and she said that there was no, nothing to charge him with. So we just have to go with what the law enforcement and uh, law uh, officers of the court there in Alabama uh, determined, and then that's a, you know, and and so here we are. Uh, now I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of outside noise from people that are outside that aren't Alabama fans that are outside the program that have no idea what's going on. People like Clay Travis, uh, 
yeah. uh, which who's a moron, in my opinion, uh, and, and continues to show that he's a moron, uh, but he doesn't care because, you know, he's cashing that paycheck from Fox News. So he continues uh, to uh, regurgitate and spit out just ridiculous accusations, conspiracy theories, and foolishness about Brandon Miller um, and him owning the gun that shot the Miss Harris, that killed Miss Harris, uh, knowingly brought the gun to the crime scene uh, for that purpose. I mean, ridiculous stuff like that. Absolutely ridiculous. If there was text messages saying, bring my gun, I'm going to kill this guy, he would be locked it, up as we speak. Right, absolutely. I mean, I mean, and, but there wasn't. But well, it, I blame not just Clay Travis, but a lot of the big-time media in general. Because when this story first broke, it they did not make it clear that the gun did not belong to Brandon Miller. Yes. You know, it was registered to Darius Miles. They portrayed it as if it was Brandon Miller's gun, and Outkick, the former company owned by Clay Travis, put in a headline that the gun that the gun belonged to Brandon Miller. Yes. If I'm Miller's counsel, I'm hitting them hard. Okay. Uh, also, I read online where and 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 it's still uh, on Yahoo Sports. Uh, a guy named Dan Wenzel, I believe, is his name, is a writer, and he mentioned. He mentioned that, uh, you know, Alabama, all the things Alabama could have done better, uh, blood on their hands, blah, 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 blah. And then he mentioned the two guys that that were walking into Bridgestone earlier last week with the shirts that read killing it in the S- – killing – Killing in the SEC. Killing it in the SEC. I mean, just total classless, ignorant – uh, I'm assuming they're Alabama fans. Uh, who knows? They could have been Auburn fans dressed up as Alabama fans. For all you conspiracy theorists out there, why not throw that out there? Yeah. Why not? Let's yeah. just let's just make something up that 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 deflects what really probably happened, which is truly two moronic Alabama fans with that on their on their shirts. Let's just throw out there that they were Auburn fans. How about that? That way. Or, that way we start- or, or Tennessee fans. They weren't. They weren't. Okay. Bad. Let's just throw out there they're Tennessee fans and they're just trying to make Alabama look bad. I think that's what it was. Let's just say that. Okay. Because, I mean, people around here don't mind, don't mind spinning conspiracy theories and crap, which they know is not true. But to deflect their shortcomings and ignorance, they'll hang it around the neck of somebody else. So let's just do that. Let's say I think it, I think one was a Tennessee fan and one was an Auburn fan, and they had those two shirts printed up in crimson that said "Killing it in the SEC," and they put on white visors, Alabama visors, and they went strutting around Bridgestone Arena all week until somebody took a picture of them from behind and said, "Look what they're doing! Look what these Alabama people are doing! They're they're mocking the death of this young woman! I can't believe it!" Yeah. Well, let me tell you what, that's not what's going on. Okay, so. I mean, they could have been Alabama fans, but I'm 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 putting out there that there was a Tennessee fan and an Auburn fan <laughs> that wore those shirts. And a w- terrible scenario here. If Alabama had five wins for the season, not going to don't have a good basketball team, you wouldn't hear nothing about it. No, absolutely. It's, it's all about absolutely. Alabama's having a great. It's season. all about whether they're winning and being successful, and other programs not being so successful. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they had uh, they picked they picked the. The full schedule here for the full slate for the men's 
NCAA tournament, and Alabama got a number one seed. They got the number one overall seed. number the one overall. The, the overall number one seed went to Alabama, and they will face face the winner of Texas A and M Corpus Christi and Southeast Missouri. Right, uh, so they'll face the winner of that game um, in the South region. Um, the number two seed is Arizona. Who uh, I fell asleep during the game Saturday night. But they ended up beating UCLA. They did. Cha-ching. They've beaten UCLA twice this year. Yes. And yes. UCLA led most of the And I game. gave you that pick. You Arizona. did. And I yes. appreciate that. No problem. No problem. Um, the number three seed in the south is Baylor. And they are over <clears throat> in the same bracket, the lower bracket side with Arizona. So if they go all – both them advance all the way, like the seeding says – They'll face each other before Alabama. And then Virginia, University of Virginia, is the number four seed in Alabama's side. So it could be an Alabama, according to this, could be Alabama, <clears throat> Alabama, Virginia, and the winner of that will play Arizona Baylor if everything shook out according to the seeding. Yeah, the, the, they would play in the Sweet 16, which would be held, I believe, in Louisville. Yeah, and um, let's see. Let's we slide down to the east, uh, and as your bracket set up, it should be set up as the the lower left hand bracket. Purdue is the number one seed. Marquette is the number two seed. Uh, Kansas State is number three, and the Tennessee Vols are number four in that in that east region. What are y'all's thoughts on that? You know, for so long we thought they were going to be a two seed. And then with uh, the way the season kind of ended, well, they lost they, their last six out of ten games. Exactly, they ended ended up with ten losses. They they fall away to a number four. And my question is this: in the East region, look at your top four. Look at your top four seeds: Purdue from Indiana, Tennessee from obviously Tennessee, the South, Kansas State from Kansas, obviously, and Marquette. Is uh, what from Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Yeah. I think right. The, the top, the East region. There's not a top, there's not a top four seat. Any one of those top fours are even from the East. Yep. Do you see what I mean? I mean, I don't. Tennessee was thinking they were going to end up in uh, Charlotte and or maybe it was either which would have been or, awesome for them. They'd have now, traveled well in, to Charlotte. Instead, they're in Orlando. Uh, okay. Not, not a bad place to be this time of year. Now we slide up to the top right-hand portion of the bracket, which is the Midwest. Uh, Houston was the number one seed. Uh, Texas came in at number two. Xavier's three, and Indiana is four. Um, and just looking at that, Houston – I mean, Houston looks like they've got a pretty easy – Pretty easy go into the Elite Eight. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I mean, you know, Indiana, Kent State, and they say look out for Kent State. They say Kent State is is playing some great basketball, but uh, looks to me like Houston's got a pretty pretty easy task right there. I think Xavier in Texas, Texas A and M, Penn State. All that lower bracket down there is, is the tougher bracket. Looks like Houston's kind of got a cruise to me, but uh, to get to at least the Elite Eight. Texas is going to be tough, though. Texas is playing really good basketball right yeah, now. Yeah, ask Kansas. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, all right. And uh, the West, which is the bottom right side of your brackets, uh, the number one seed is Kansas. 
Uh, number two is UCLA. And number three is Gonzaga. And number four is Connecticut. That's a that's, tough one. Tough, that, that's tough. you know that that's going to be a tough that's going to be a tough out right there to get to to get into the elite eight and then it, absolutely always tough to get the final four. But to either one of those teams, UCLA, Gonzaga, uh, Kansas, Connecticut, Connecticut can really Connecticut's kind of a chameleon. They they can really play and look almost unbeatable, and then. You can watch them the next. I watch them the next weekend. They looked absolutely horrible. I mean, there's just no consistency whatsoever in their play there out of the Big East. So that's what's going on tournament wise. Um, and if you want to play along with us, you can. Is that right? How are we going to do that? I've set it up on ESPN. You go to the bracket challenge and look up the front porch radio group. In the bracket challenge, I didn't see this. It, is, why didn't you tell I, me I about it to you in the link? Oh, that's what that was. I thought it was just just us buddies, but it's for anybody that's listening to this signal. Absolutely, listen, listening to us right now. Absolutely, front porch radio. Uh, front porch radio. Front porch radio. Yeah, that's the group. So you guys log in there. I'm gonna log in there under Drake, and you guys. And we're hoping that we'll end up uh, having a prize to give away to the winner at the end of the tournament. Maybe a gift certificate yeah. or something like that. Maybe an Amazon gift certificate so, or something somebody anybody can use. So this is an opportunity to possibly beat Drake in the eight ball. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put fifty. I'll put fifty bucks in. in, in I'll put fifty bucks in into Amazon gift certificate. Not not to anybody that beats me now, but I'll <laughs> but as the grand prize, well, we, we we will add to that and uh, we will we we will announce what the prize is going to be by, oh. fri by Friday. Okay, all right. So you guys stay locked in and go to ESPN.com bracket, bracket challenge bracket challenge and look up front porch radio under the groups under the groups and fill out your bracket and put your name down there so we know who you are and. Uh, you know, you'll get a little scratch of something out of it. Something to watch it, right? Okay, that's our first break. Man, that went by super quick. It did. Uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach J.D. Clayton McClaw. We'll be back in two minutes. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. 
We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined by... Clayton the Claw and Coach JD just had to bounce out. Got early practice this afternoon, so happy trails, Coach JD. And uh, we were talking about the tournament, the tournament, the NCAA men's tournament, um, and the women's brackets are out too. So you guys in the women's, you can check those online. Um, and you know, we were talking about what. And I was reading an article, and we were talking earlier before we came on there about what the committee got wrong and got right um, about the tournament. And we were just trying to figure out um, their lack of regional balance. And here are the top four teams in the West region. Um, Kansas is in the West, which – Geographically, they're in the Midwest, I would say. Yeah. Uh, UCLA is a West team, West Coast team. Gonzaga, coming out of Washington, is West. And then UConn, the number four seed in the West. That's a long, that's a long way from Connecticut to well, – I don't have where their opening round is, but uh, but that's a long way, wherever they're yes, going. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, so the committee got that wrong. And here are the top four seeds in the East region – Purdue, 
at one Marquette. Everybody knows producer from Indiana. Marquette's from Wisconsin. Kansas State, obviously from Kansas, and Tennessee from Tennessee, and that's the East re- and that's the East region. Um, you know, I'm sure there's reasons why they do it. Does it doesn't really make up make a lot of sense? But it it kind of tells me that they don't care about they don't care about how close the fans, how far the fans have to travel. No, they just care about the TV rating. That's it. Absolutely. I mean, it's kind of similar to like TWSAA having championships in Chattanooga or uh, Cookville, right? Wherever they don't care how far the the fans have to travel to whatever. It's just where they get the most money out of it. And if any TWSAA officials, executives want to call me, come on this show and dispute that, then we've got enough. We've got. Two open, open microphones right over here. They're welcome to sit down. We can talk about it. But right now, I'm going to tell you that the NCAA could give one crap about whether a UConn fan has to travel from Connecticut, be the four seed, and travel from Connecticut to Los Angeles to see their team play. Yeah, it's a little absurd. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and think about the if if they win those two games in advance, they're going to be out somewhere west in the Sweet Sixteen and possibly the Elite Eight. So you're talking about these guys flying across the country, and you know they are supposed to be student athletes at the same time. Yeah, so I, you know, I don't. I mean, I it it just blows my mind that they could uh, that they just really just don't care whether fans show up or not. I mean, do do you? I mean, I'm sure they know that they will. I mean, but then again, when you when you when it gets down to the final four and you put them in you put a basketball court on one end of a football field, you know, and there's seating for I don't know, 40,000 and I I don't know. It it just seems to me that that you should make it a little bit more fan friendly when when this tournament comes around. It's more of a it's a better atmosphere. Well, speaking of fan friendly, Bama, they're forty five minutes away from where they're playing. You think that's going to be a big advantage for them in the first two games? Yes, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, it will. It has to be. I mean, it has to it, it, as as a as. You know, as you've played sports growing up, and so did I. And and as a as a sports uh, competitor, uh, obviously the the more fans you have in the stands cheering you on, and you know it gives you it gives you a little extra pep in your step, so to speak. And I think I think it will definitely help Alabama. I mean, last yesterday you and I were at the Alabama up in uh, Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, and it was like it, it was basically an Alabama home game. It was. I mean, there's one there's one little small section of, uh, and I'm talking a small section on the opposite end of the court from where you and I were sitting, of Texas A&M fans, uh, and then there seemed to be on both on, on both ends of the court there was an Alabama end and an A&M end, right? With 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 student seating, it looked like, and standing room or something was going on. Fans, and, yeah. but I mean, it didn't amount to much. But I mean, the overall the overall fandom in Bridgestone was Alabama by uh, 
90 percent 90 absolutely and and people that watched on tv could hear it. oh uh, yeah no, no no doubt you know auburn gets a big break too they are the number nine seed in the middle west uh but th- those eight teams the the one seed houston uh and uh the 16 seed the eight seed the nine seed uh auburn as we mentioned miami and drake along with indiana and kent state will all be in birmingham too okay there you go now uh teams teams that got snubbed and kicked from the tournament rutgers they were 19 and 14 10 and 10 in their conference you know you there might be a little bit of a uh excuse me argument for rutgers um Vanderbilt, which they're headed to the NIT. And, oh, by the way, uh, and that will be Tuesday night, tomorrow night, Vanderbilt will play Yale in Memorial Gymnasium in Nashville. That is correct, yes. And um, also tomorrow night, the first play-in game for the – First two playing games. No, I think the next one's Wednesday night. I think they have one on – There's four total. There's four. T- there's four total now. Yeah, at the bottom of the bracket. Yeah, there's four total play-in games. Uh, you have two sixteen. Uh, you actually have four teams that are sixteen seeds. All right, that was not on my list. There and you then, go. And then you have four that are eleven seeds, including Mississippi State, Pittsburgh, and Arizona State. And well, Nevada. I, I know for I know for a fact the the Southeast Missouri, <clears throat> Southeast Missouri, and Texas A&M Corpus Christi will play on Tuesday night. And then on Wednesday night, Fairley Dickinson uh, will play Texas Southern. Texas Southern got in. They've got a 14-20 and 20 record, 14 wow. wins, and they got in. Um, and then Mississippi State will face Pittsburgh and Texas uh, – Texas uh, Fairley Dickinson. Arizona State will play Nevada. So And tomorrow night on 314, after the Texas A&M Corpus Christi and the SEMO game, you'll have uh, – Arizona State, Nevada? That is correct. Okay. And then Wednesday night, the Mississippi State no, Pitts. I, I apologize. Uh, Arizona, Nevada is Wednesday. Okay, I see. I uh, see. Tuesday is. Mississippi State, Pittsburgh? Mississippi State, Pittsburgh. Okay. okay. Mississippi State's a one and a half point favorite in that game. Okay, there you go. Um, but uh, also in IT, North Carolina was a snubbed, but. They turned down the NIT. They did. They, they declined. They, they declined, and, and they said the reason is because of – Hubert Davis is because of injuries. Um, I don't know about that. I don't either. I just don't think – I just you know, I just don't think they want to go – I think they're done for They, the they feel like they're better than that. I, I get it. They're blue blood. But, you know, you got to play a little bit better basketball. Yeah. Um, uh, another team that was snubbed was Oklahoma State. They were eighteen and fifteen, eight and ten in their conference. I mean, you're eighteen and fifteen, and you're below five hundred in your conference. You're probably not going to make the NCAA. I mean, you know, correct. Uh, Clemson out of the ACC, uh, twenty three and ten. They were fourteen and six in the ACC. That's kind of a surprise. Um, you know, there's a lot to like about their resume. Um, and they were, you know, on the bubble the, towards the whole second half of the season, it seemed like. Um, uh, they beat Penn State, uh, Pittsburgh, Duke, and uh, 
you know. Yeah, I think them not getting in is more of an indictment on the ACC than anything. I tell you what probably beat them, probably kept them out, was losing to Louisville. Yeah, I mean. I, I mean, Louisville that, lost 28 damn games. Tennessee had the exact same record as Clemson and got the four seed. Right. So that tells you what they think of the SEC compared to the ACC. Yeah. And like I said, probably what killed Clemson was losing to a 28-loss Louisville team. I mean, Louisville was terrible. I mean, Terrible. Terrible. So, you know, not only – you know, losses can keep – obviously, bad, bad losses can can knock you out if you're on the bubble, as well as, you know, a questionable win here and there from – you know, a quadrant three or quadrant two team over a quadrant three or, or two team. Um, and like I said, North Carolina, they got snubbed out. Um, you know, they lost to Virginia in the quarterfinals of the tournament uh, in a tough game. And Virginia's, Virginia's a good team. There's, there's, they play terrific defense, very deliberate on offense. But they make their hay on defense. And Virginia's tough. And I think Virginia probably will make it to the Sweet 16. And where are they? They're over in the uh, – Virginia is – let me see if I can find them somewhere. They are in the South region, and they are in the bracket opposite Baylor. So they're, they, they can face Bama. And, you know, they take on Furman. You know what the number on that Virginia-Furman game is? No clue. Five. Wow, <laughs> I mean, well, there's a I lot mean, of people. When you say Virginia and Furman in the same in the same sentence, and then you say Virginia's minus five, you're thinking, you know, wait, sign me up, uh, you know. And there's a lot of people saying Charleston is to to you know that they think they could upset Virginia in the second round and make it to the Sweet 16. That would be something. That absolutely would be something. Um, Let's see here. What else have we got going on today with this? You know this this tournament, and I know you guys are filling your filling your brackets out right now, and uh, as well you you should be looking at them tonight and tomorrow night. Um, and there are some numbers as far as uh, there are a lot of numbers out there as that that might trick you up a little bit. There are some lower seeds that are favored over over higher seeds. Um, starting out Tuesday night, the first uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, and I'll tell you about those guys. They like to put up a lot of points. The over-under is 155.5 in that game against Southeast Missouri State, and they'll probably bust that over, in my opinion. And A&M Corpus Christi is favored. Um, yeah, Virginia is a five-and-a-half point favorite over Furman. That is so low. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, Furman. And I think Charleston, if I'm not mistaken, Charleston, that number is super low. and They're, they're a five-point underdog in San Diego State. Uh, yeah. San Diego State's got a pretty good team. They do. There are some teams out of that, out of that west over there, San Diego State, Utah State. Uh, they're actually in the south. Okay. So I would, I would keep an eye on that. Indiana is just a four and a half point favorite over Kent State, so there are a lot. And and you know we talked, Clayton. We talked about this weeks ago. We said there are a this is going to be a crazy tournament, a wild 
March Madness is truly going to be madness because there's so many teams out there that could that could cut the nets down when it's all over and done with. And it reflects and, – and that comment or my opinion on that is reflected in these numbers. If you, draw, if you, if you pull up a, a betting site and just spin down through the numbers. Duke, six-and-a-half-point favorite over Oral Roberts. There you go. I mean, uh, you'll see two-and-a-half, one-and-a-half, two-and-a-half, two-and-a-half, five-and-a-half, one-and-a-half. And you'll see some big numbers when Kansas plays Howard, 21. But then you go back and you see five and a half, Arizona over Princeton by 13, two and a half, one and a half, except for the like the number one seeds and number two seeds playing. Uh, Kentucky uh, minus four against Providence. I mean, you just, <laughs> I'm telling you, you've bet this, this tournament is going to be wild. So you might all fill out a couple of brackets just to back up your main bracket and then have kind of a wild, crazy bracket and then one common sense type bracket and then make one out that doesn't use a kind of a lot of common sense. Go to the mascots and say, you know, could uh could a wildcat kill a bear, you know, or something like that. You know what I mean? I mean it, Memphis, a two point favorite over Florida Atlantic. Yeah. And so I mean it's just Indiana four, like you mentioned, against Kent State. It's incredible. And, and and a lot of guys on the show yesterday, on the NCAA tournament show, picked Kent State. They said, you better watch out for Kent State. And Kent State can put up some points, too, over the course of this year. I watched them. so um, And I'll be betting a lot of over-unders, uh, you know. But, I'm, but I tell you, my, my dark horse, and I know they lost a guy, is still UCLA. And I'm going to throw one more in there to maybe – Maybe shock the world, and pardon the pun, but Shaka Smart's Marquette yep. could be another team uh, that, I, could, that could jump in there. And and the reason I say that is because of they are the number two seed in the East, and it looks like you know the the cream of the crop there. The number three seed is Kansas State. Number four seed is Tennessee, and I don't think Tennessee deserves that four seed. With if they had Sakai Ziegler, uh, they might, but without him, they do not. Okay, so but they're in the number four seed. They're gonna they're gonna take on Louisiana, and some people have, have picked them uh, over the Vols. But back to Marquette. Marquette in the East Region, number two seed takes on the Catamounts of Vermont first, and then the winner of Michigan State-USC, which I think they can handle. And then they'll either face Kentucky, Providence, Kansas State, or Montana State, who's playing, who's playing uh, Kansas State. But, I mean, Marquette looks like they'll coast up until they meet up to get into the final uh, – the Elite Eight – and that's probably going to be Purdue. And so if Purdue can get by – I mean, excuse me, if Marquette gets by Purdue, they're in there in the final four to maybe face Alabama, and that would be one heck of a ball game because both those games are super – teams super athletic and physical. And this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We're back for one more segment after this. Don't go anywhere.
Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Come on, girl. Yeah, it's me, Jackie Murray. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour as Mr. Farrell brings us back in for this last segment. I am Drake, and on the board is Clayton the Claw. And uh, we were talking some NCAA basketball. And, and let me – yesterday, Clayton and I were at the – we were at Bridgestone Arena to enjoy an Alabama victory over Texas A&M, a decisive one. It never really was in doubt. Alabama broke out of the gate and just never looked back. 
Yes, that is correct. You know, there's a couple of times where A&M got it down to 10 points, eight points there in the second half, but then Alabama stretched out on uh, on one just massive dunk by Brandon Miller. It was just very impressive. It took off and like a number jet, of, man. Yeah, and number of, number of threes um, by Miller uh, as he won the MVP. Won MVP, returned back to his hometown of uh, – or area. He's from Antioch, Cane Ridge High School. His father was a tight end. That's correct. At the University of Alabama. And, uh, you know, the story goes, you know, colleges would come in and talk to him, but he never took them back to his bedroom. You know, when coaches would come in, recruiting coaches, he never, they made it a point to never, to close the door of his bedroom and never ever take him back there. Why? All Alabama. Because everything from his, bed from his sheets to his pillow covers to his trash can trash can was alabama and uh Sounds so they like me as a kid they kind of knew that they were fighting a losing battle as far as recruiting him um uh to not go to alabama but you know he obviously ended up at alabama and there he is and he um he obviously took care of business and like I said, I think Alabama is playing with a purpose. They got a program record 29 wins on the year yesterday. There you go. A program record. Yes. Okay. And they've, now, had, and some, Alabama, they've had some good teams. Look, Alabama – and I know it's been, it's been a hot minute since Alabama's had a really this type of caliber basketball team. But they've had some good teams – over over the history of Alabama basketball, yeah, they've had some good teams. They're the second winningest SEC team behind Kentucky, behind Kentucky, and, and a we, lot. And they've won two out of the last three SEC championships. So you know, it's not like Alabama's just now showing up on the on everybody's radar. I mean, they've Alabama has been around for for some time basketball wise, but uh, this year's just a little bit more pronounced than others. I would say. Now, one thing I'd like to get off my chest, and we went to the game yesterday, and my wife and I, were, we were all there early enough um, for kind of pregame warm-ups and festivities, and we were kind of down low. So, I mean, I sent you a picture of Big Al. He was yeah. right there in front of us and stuff, and it was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, they played uh, like they all always do and always should, the, the national anthem. And, uh, you know, the announcer comes on, said, would you please stand and remove your hats for the National Anthem, right? And I know a lot of people have in this country feel very strongly about when the National Anthem is played and how you should show respect. Um, and I'm referring to uh, the kneeling by Colin Kaepernick, which is considered disrespectful by very uh, lots of people. And I can understand that. Um and so as, as the National Anthem was being played, I was just kind of – and we were standing, and I was just kind of taking a peek around the stadium, and there were older men and younger kids with their caps still on. And, and, and I know this might not be – and people say, well, you know, they, they had the, well, you know what? It's it's same thing. He's playing the national anthem, and you know I saw some fathers, grandfathers standing next to 
their children, their children on their phones during the national anthem and with their caps on. And I'm thinking, you know, reach over there and tell your kid, take your cap off, pay attention to national anthem, put your phone down. You know, yeah. don't you agree? Do you agree with that? I mean, I know that might seem petty, might seem ridiculous, but but you know what? You're either you're all in or you're all out. Right. No, I agree. And, and I'm just saying, you know, kids 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 should be taught at age 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, should be taught at whatever age, at a very early age, that, you know, if, if somebody says, please rise and remove your caps, remove cover, remove, remove caps for the national anthem, that includes kids too. Correct. Don't you, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Now you've got a son. My, mine do. You, how old is your, how's your oldest son? Uh, tw- 13. He's thirteen. He's standing next to you at at a at a game where or wherever they're playing the national anthem, and you're there in person, not watching necessarily on TV at home, but you're there in person. You all stand up. Eight year old too. Okay, and they've got their caps on. You're gonna you're gonna reach out and say, "Hey guys, take caps off." Absolutely. Well, you know, then these people in Bridgestone Arena, and if you're one of them, you know who I am. Tell your kids, instruct your children. And to take your caps off for the national anthem. That's all I'm saying. That's not asking a whole lot. No. No, I think that's And you know, these and, and think about it is these are probably the people, the same people that raised you know what about the kneeling during the national anthem and everything else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, that hypocrisy just crawls all over me. I'm right there with you. And and you. It does. I, I cannot stand hypocrisy. Well, and it's and, and it's ridiculous. So you know, that, that's kind of where we're standing. Hey, we want to remind you about the Front Porch Sports Group. Front Porch Radio. Front Porch Radio. Front Porch Radio. FPR. Not NPR. FPR. Front Porch Radio Group on ESPN.com uh, Bracket Challenge. Please enter. We are working up prizes right now as we speak. Um for at least first, second, and third. Yes. And um, you know, we're not giving away a car or anything, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna maybe put a little uh gift card jingle in your in your wallet uh for you to use online or at a local restaurant. We don't know. But please enter. We'd love to have you uh participate. And I'm I'll tell you what, y'all, I'm pretty I'm gonna be in there. And I, I don't think we're eligible, though, are we? Not, we're, we're, no, but we're going to compete. Yeah, I'm going to compete. So let's see if you all can take care of me. Now, by the time we get back here on Thursday, 4 o'clock, some of this tournament will be gone. Get your entries in early, and, uh, and there's no telling what you can win. So, Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. And for Clayton the Claw Harris, we are wishing you a wonderful day, super rest of the week. We'll talk to you on Thursday at 4 o'clock. Have a great week.